This episode is part of the series Know Your Candidates. Conversations with the candidates for the election of 2019 in the city of Holyoke, Massachusetts. Radio Plasma does not support or oppose any candidate for public office. This is a nonpartisan, independent media outlet dedicated to promoting a peace culture, embracing diversity, sharings of opinions and ideas, and ensure all voices are represented in our media. This is Radio Plasma, a space dedicated to the exchange of ideas, conversations, stories, music, performances, and randomness. Listen at radioplasma.com. Also, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher. Welcome to Radio Plasma. This is our series, Know Your Candidates, conversations with the candidates of the municipal election of 2019 in the city of Holyoke, Massachusetts. I'm Johan Rashi Vega, and I want to welcome today Dennis Burks, and he is candidate for War 3 in this municipal election. Dennis, welcome and thank you for being here. Oh, thank you very much for having me. This is exciting. This is great. Um, This is a nice space that you have here. It's exciting that you're letting the candidates be heard, that you're letting people talk about themselves so that voters understand um, who they're voting for and get a better understanding for the people that are running for office and trying to do something for the city. So thank you uh, very much for having me here. I appreciate it. Thank you. So as candidate for Ward 3, possibly the ward that is going to have the most candidates trying to get in this position, which shows there is a lot of interest and concerns about situations that need change or that need betterment. And it's good. It's always good to see the engagement from people wanting this change to happen. So mm. let's start with knowing a little bit about you and knowing that you have been involved with many of the activities in the city through the school committee. Yes. What is your background? What is your expertise and your experience that at the same time becomes part of your motivation for running this time for War Three as city councilor? Yeah, I was, uh, I was born here in Holyoke. I lived here my whole life. Started my earlier years. I was living on South Summer Street, um, lived in Lyman Terrace, uh, lived in the Highlands with my mother. Um, and then uh, I married my wife, Rebecca. Uh, we had three children, uh, Buddy, Ari, and Maya. And we moved over to uh, West Glen Street. We've been there for the past uh, about 19, 20 years or so. So we've been there for, we've been there for 18 years. Yeah, so we've been there for a while. I really like this city. I went through schools here. Um, I started in Catholic school, actually. I went to Mater de la Rosa. I was, in, uh, I was there from kindergarten to third grade. Uh, met some lifelong friends that I've met there. You know, um, then I got into public school. I went to uh, Kelly School first, and then I went to uh, Lynch Junior High School. Um, and then from there over to Holyoke High School, where I graduated uh, in 1990. So when I left there, I've done some, uh, some jobs. I've worked in Stop and Shop. I've done 
uh, work in, um, in other places also. But where I really um, found myself was uh, working with kids. So, you know, I've done work with the YMCA um, for a while in the after school program. From there, I went to Brightside and worked with uh, at-risk youth and students with serious uh, social, emotional and behavioral uh, difficulties. And um, I was a counselor there first. And, um, and then I started working in the school as a teacher's assistant. Uh, then an opportunity came up for me to be a uh, long-term sub because they lost a science teacher. And I did it in understanding um, that the expectations for the kids there weren't really high. And I thought that I had some pretty good ideas of what I could do with that classroom. So I accepted it and I fell in love with teaching. You know, we had a great time. You know, and it's funny because the first, the first thing I did with it was was volcano experience. It's the most basic thing you can do in science, but it was also so much fun, you know. And then uh, I was I already had kids at the time. I was uh, married and living in the islands at the time, and I went back to school. Um, I went to Springfield College uh, where I got my um, bachelor's in uh, human services with a concentration in education. Um, then at that time, I started teaching in Springfield. I was in Springfield for about 10 years, um, working with kids with uh, social emotional issues, uh, behavioral issues and things like that. And um, it's been great. And from there, I went out to where I've been teaching in where now for 10 years, doing the same thing, you know, with kids in that school, you know, dealing with kids with social emotional issues. So it's been really rewarding. I like the work that I do. I like the kids that I work with um, and meeting parents and things like that. And I've been on the uh, Holyoke School Committee for 10 years also. Um, so I got on there. I've been able to talk to parents, help kids out with uh, some of the problems, explain some of the laws to uh, parents that were having difficulties about what they can do for their kids, you know, help them navigate the system a little bit better. And being a part of the school committee, I've been able to get around the city as well and be a part of uh, so many different things. You know, student voice is, is a big thing for me. So we're on, we have the uh, equity coalition that was started. We had students and parents and staff involved in that and talking about how you can make education equitable for everyone, you know, and not just some, you know, and opportunities the stories and the ideas that the students came with were, were incredible. Uh, we've had students that were on the uh, school committee as student representatives that because they spoke up at some of the meetings were able to make change immediately, um, especially uh, one in particular when we, we were talking about transportation for students who are in the uh, dual enrollment program. You know, it was difficult for some students to get to HCC or wherever they had to be. And um, from the school committee listening to them, they were able to make that change right away and get some transportation pretty much for kids who didn't otherwise have it. And being a part of um, other things, too, as well, the, uh, the uh, parent advisory committee was a big one. You know, uh, got more parents involved and in coming out and talking, you know, just learning about what's happening in education as a whole, you know, and what they can do to be more active or what they can do to learn more about what's happening in the schools and things like that. And then through that, 
and through being on the school committee and some of the recent discussions, especially around um, building the new schools, I, I thought that I would be able to do more for the schools by being on the city council because I understand uh, some of the things. Where we are right now as a city as a whole, you know, those new school buildings kind of brought to light a lot of the problems that we have in the city, especially financially. And uh, so I thought that, you know, I could do more for the city and for the schools being on the city council and not by building the schools, but by putting us in the position in the future where we won't be in the position that we won't be in this position that we're in now. You know, now it is what it is. It's on the ballot and people will vote how they want to. They'll vote yes or they'll vote no. But in the future, you know, I would like to be a part of the growth in the community and getting some revenue into the city so that um, because the buildings aren't getting any younger and we're going to be doing this again eventually. And I want to see us uh, in the better position to either whether we remodel or build again at some point in the better position to do that. So your experience with the different situations that the schools as facilities, but at the same time, the school as an organization, a structure that has been struggling, and at the same time, re-emerging and evolving into what it is today mm -hmm. that definitely needs still a lot of work. Seeing this idea of putting your experience from the school committee now into city council as a way to bring more of that awareness and that knowledge and that experience from that point of view to the decisions that are made at city council could definitely help and bring a more educated decision-making on issues regarding the schools and education for the city. Exactly. What exactly. it will be, aside of this one, which is a really strong reason to run for city council, yeah. some of the other motivations that you have found to be right now a contendant for War Three. Yeah, I brought that up. That was just for me. I was going to wait until the next election to do it, but it was just for me. It was, I think now is the time for some change in the city council. And I think that I'd be a strong voice. I think I'd be, you know, um, besides financial, the financial situation in the city now and understanding the need to bring more business in and bring more, be more business friendly and allow people to open the doors of some businesses and to get started without putting too many barriers in front of them. You know, you got to get people in and get, let, help them get started. Entrepreneurs, even bigger businesses and things, because that revenue in the end is going to help um, the city and it's going to bring people from outside into the city, um, hopefully to spend money or even to stay. We want people to come. We want them to stay when they come, you know, and that's how you grow. That's how you grow as a city. That's how you become um, financially stable. That's how you get more things um, in the city that's going to be important to us. You know, and that's what I'd like to see. The other thing that's tough, you know, I said I've been here my whole life is that um, I would say the streets um, are looking much different, especially with a lot of the abandoned buildings that are around um, crime has been up. They call it petty crime. But if you are on the other side of that crime, if you are the victim, it's not so petty, you know, to have some of your stuff vandalized or stolen or anything like that. And there's been more of it. Um, you can see it on the streets when you're driving or walking around, you know, 
And I talk to people that are out there. Um, in my ward, you know, crime has been up. You know, and we started, a, uh, there was a time um, just a couple of months ago, three homes on my street were broken into, mine included. And there's been stuff happening in the ward before that, but not to the extent that it's happening now. You know, and now other streets are happening. So when that happened, you know, the neighbors kind of got together. We're talking of what happened, what's going on. And then we just start talking in general. And someone said, you know, you should start a, a neighborhood watch. And uh, so we did. My wife got out there. She made some flyers. Myself, my whole family actually went knocking on doors, handing out flyers to people saying, look, we're going to have this neighborhood watch meeting. You know, we have to look out for each other, you know, and people were on board. They understood, you know, um, you know, whether it's your cars are broken into or things are taken off of your porch. A lot of it has been happening. So we started that and we uh, the first meeting we had 50 people attend that first meeting which you don't really see at a community meeting that often in Holyoke you know and I've been to a lot of them and so I was, it was exciting the Holyoke Police Department came up they sent two officers up there to talk to the people that were up there so we talked about what was happening how we can look out for each other we learned about cameras that's why I learned about the ring you know, it's the ring doorbell. It's a camera. It works. People come up as sensors. You can see them come up. And that's what I learned about. And we met people from streets around us that I haven't met before. So the feeling after the meeting and after talking to everybody was a better feeling than before the meeting. It felt much more um, like a community. So we left that meeting, ended at 730. People were happy. My family went home. It was just this impromptu thing where neighbors were just coming out of the house and we're standing in front of our house. Next thing you know, there's 15, 20 people there, even people from other streets. And we're just talking and learning more about each other and being happy and being happy that we want to see each other, you know, safe and want to have a good quality of life. You don't want to feel trapped in your own home. You don't want to feel like there's danger every time. You don't want, you know, you want to feel safe. And it feels good to know that the people around you feel the same way and the people are looking out, you know, and there's a lot of work to do in the city around that, you know, and people have different ideas about why there's so much crime and about uh, why it's went up, about why the streets, you know, especially downtown where it should be nice, are, are dirty and the trash that's left around and all of this stuff. So there is a lot of work to do on both fronts. You know, um, there's a lot of cleaning up to do. And it starts with us looking out for each other, also be able to assist uh, the police if anything happens and they come and you see something. And you can tell them that's good. And if you have cameras, share your videos with people. So, you know, a lot of people have ideas about where the crime, why there's been so much crime and things like that and where all the trash is coming, why it's so dirty. But, you know, it's something that we can help each other feel safe. We can watch each other's back while the work is being done to clean it up. Um, so I think me being on the city council and uh, being able to work with the uh, police department and being able to make some decisions at that level 
I think I'd be a strong voice and a strong advocate for those things. But seeing how many people showed up to that meeting, it's a it's definite. It's a definite concern. You know, people weren't really feeling well. So it was good that they that that many people came out to show that, you know, we support each other and we're going to keep each other safe. That's the Holyoke that I know. That's what we do. (laughs) And this puts me to think on the relationships that you already have with many neighbors and families through your interactions on the school committee and as a as an educator how do you think is going to be your best way to let people know about your candidacy for war three and to get that support from the people Yeah, well, one, I'm here. So thank you for the invitation. I wouldn't have turned it down for anything. You know, I see, you know, this is a good opportunity right here to, to get it out. So I appreciate everything that you're doing, not just this, but everything that you do in the city. You know, I see you around. So I don't turn these opportunities down. You know, I want to be heard, you know, and I want you to hear what other people are telling me also, you know, and that's who I speak for. And that's what I see. But other than that, you know, I've been being on the school committee for for so long. None of my stuff is private. You know, my email is is public. My phone, all of my phone numbers are public. (laughs) You know, and I just need to change my Facebook page from school committee to uh, vote for me for Ward 3 for city council. You know, so I need to do that. But I'm, you know, I'm I'm very approachable. I talk to anyone, anytime. And I go to as many events as, as I can go to. And I listen to people, especially the youth, you know, and I see them out there and I want them to feel safe walking around this city. Also, I want people to feel proud of the city that they live in. I have a vision. I know that there's work to be done and that's the work that I want to do. I want people to not just feel proud about living here, but people to want to come and have things to do and hang out here and I want children to feel to feel safe. You know, I want the everyone to be happy. I want to see more development in the community. I see some great things that are happening, you know, and I'll go to I'll get back to um, some of the things that are happening on the streets. We talk about streets. You see crime, you see uh, more drugs now, especially some prostitution in some of the areas also. And I saw that the police department opened a center for people to go to if they want to get help, which I thought was huge. I mean, that's a step in the right direction. You know, that's work. But in what I'm saying is while that's happening, those things are happening. We also need to be aware of ourselves and look out for each other at the same time also. You know, so I put that message out there while those things are happening. There's a need for, like I said, more business. Um, I see High Street as being one of those places to start. Here is really nice. The Canal Walk is great. Um, Gateway City Arts is, is a great building, doing some good things. I just read an article in The Advocate about Gateway City Arts, and they're bringing a lot of people in. They actually call it a entertainment mecca in the valley. You know, so it was it was pretty incredible to see to see that stuff. But um, I think we can do more. I think we need to do it quicker to put ourselves in a stable uh, position and a better position than, than what we're in now. I can see that. So there's a lot of there's a lot of things that I want to do. Um, there's a lot of things that I know that need to be done. On that same thought about the work that needs to be done, yeah. there's a lot of accomplishments that city council has been able to do. And at the same time, there are still challenges. 
that are clear and sometimes they need a little extra or fresh insight so it could maybe move on that right direction what do you think are some of those accomplishments and at the same time some of those challenges that you see happening in city council some of the accomplishments that you see are some of the businesses that we've seen go up recently i don't think it's enough but i think some of the challenges um, in the city council is that um, there doesn't seem to be a clear vision of where the direction that we're supposed to be heading um, in Holyoke. There doesn't seem to be a plan that that the council is behind to say, you know, um, we might not agree on the way that we get there, but this this is where we're going, you know, and there doesn't seem to be that clear vision um, about how we're going to make this a better community and a good place for people to live, how we're going to draw people um, to want to live here, um, how we're going to draw businesses to want to come here and invest in our city. You know, there doesn't seem to be that clear vision. I think that was lost um, somewhere um, in the past few years, you know, and I'd like to see Um, some more uh, working together. I'd like to see a clear vision on where we want to go and what the future is going to look like. I'll go back to what I said before with the tipping point for me to run this time was seeing, you know, and it was the schools that um, showed me, you know, where we are right now. And I decided to run now because there's a vision that I have that I see in the future that I want to see, um, more businesses downtown and cleaned up and those things so that we can market our city um, differently to bring more um, investors in to to start business or to um, improve on business or to to build homes and to build and to grow you know and I don't see that that everyone has the same vision for the city so I'd like to see something um, on the council where we can all at least get behind and say This is where we want to be in five or ten years. How are we going to work together in order to get there? And that's what I'd like to see. And that's the, I think that I can bring, that, that's the freshness that I think that I would bring to the uh, city council. Being right now running for War 3 puts you in possibly one of the most contended wards for this particular election, 2019. How do you feel seeing that much interest and engagement from people, particularly for War Three, wanting to be on the ballot? I feel good about it, you know, and there is there's a reason why people are running for that seat. You know, there's a definite reason for it, you know, so I feel good. You know, um, there needs to be a change. And, and I, th I believe that that seat is one of the places that needs to be changed. We need fresh thought. We need fresh ideas in that seat. Um, I look around our ward in particular, you know, I mean, we talked about the city as a whole earlier and the needing for uh, more revenue and growth and all of this But in our ward, you know, there's things that can be updated. And I would say, you know, I would go up to start with mayor field. Uh, we have, it's a nice baseball field up there. The playground is just two swings in the slide, you know, and I've seen going back even to what the city council is doing that's good for the city is I've been through the flats also that's had a bad reputation that's really turned into a really nice neighborhood and working. So the city council had something to do with uh, turning that into a nice neighborhood 
improving on the parks, uh, the basketball courts, uh, housing, all of the things that are happening down there. Uh, Lyman Terrace, where I used to live, remodeling that they've done there is beautiful. It looks, I think it does anyway. It looks much nicer. Right now, if you go there, you can see the before and after because you see the lower courts are done, the upper courts aren't. And you're like, wow, what a difference that makes you know but people are are proud when you make that change and they're gonna keep it up you know and i see the across the street um on colby drive i'm still talking about the good things that city council has done uh the skate park is amazing and they have a volleyball court over there again a really nice playground and playscape for kids to go and and hang out which they need you know, and I'd like to see something like that up in Ward 3 at Mayor Field. I'd like to get the community together. So I, that I'll go back to the neighborhood watch. You know, it's not just about keeping each other safe. I mean, those are meetings where we can talk about ideas. You know, what would you like to see in that at Mayor Field? What would you like to see besides two swings and a slide? You know, we have so many kids in the area you know, but I think that they they would like somewhere to go that's a little more fun to do, you know, the rock climbing walls or the, the merry-go-rounds or the seesaws or bigger swings, uh, handicap accessible swings, and maybe even the splash pad, depending on what the people in the ward want. So I would like to get people together to talk about something like that, because that is happening around the city. And um, I think we're due for something nice like that up in Ward 3. You know, so there's, a, there's, there's things happening. I think it can happen a little bit quicker. You know, I think that, uh, and, and I'd like to do that work. I'd like to be there to get that work done. So how can people get to know more about you and possibly to have meetings or activities that you have planned for, for the campaign? And what it will be your message for constituents in War 3 to give your vote? Yeah, my message is let's work together. I think that's the message. I want to build a stronger community. A lot of information, you know, comes off of uh, social media. You know, I think more comes from social media than comes from just speaking to people face to face. I try to speak face to face. I'd rather, but, you know, and I look at it and it's not always pleasant to read. You know, a lot of it is really tough, you know, and then some people, I was talking about this the other day, I'm like, Uh, you can be on Facebook or something like that and have this really bad attitude about what people are like. And then you leave the house and people are holding doors for you and smiling and doing all. I mean, that's where it's at. So, yeah, you know, my message is let's build a stronger community and let's grow together as a city. Um, that would be my message. You know, and I'm on I'm on Facebook. Of course, I see it. Um, just my personal page is on there now. Dennis Burks. It's simple. Um, and I'm changing over the um, school committee page. It was reelect Dennis Burks for school committee. So that'll change to um, something Ward 3 City Council, whatever. That'll be on there. And like I said, my number, my address is very public. It's always been out there. People can reach me. I think my start with really engaging with people is not so much the campaign, but it's really the neighborhood watch uh, meetings that we're having where I got to meet a lot of people. It's not just uh, Ward 3, which is nice. There's people from other wards that are coming that are that are facing uh, similar situations that are that are concerned, 
you know, about um, some of the things that are happening in this city. But we're able to talk to each other. And after those meetings, you know, there is a sense of, of community. It's much better to talk to people face to face than it is, I think, on uh, the social media where you can get kind of the wrong idea by reading things and people are so quick to get upset when they read something they don't like but don't necessarily interpret it the right way. It's like if I were to text some of the stuff that I'm saying right now, people would be really upset. But it, it might be in any way, but who knows? Hearing someone say it is much different than seeing it on social media. You know, so so those meetings to me are really important. We've done them before. They've kind of faded out, but now I think there's just a, a stronger push there's a stronger need now for people to, to feel that sense, that sense of community. And I think that having those meetings and giving people a place to come and express their concerns and uh, really be heard. And like I said, it's not always just about uh, crime and safety. It's about any concern that we have, you know, and we'll have, I plan on having different um, people coming in as guest speakers, you know, so that, um, People have a chance to hear from all kinds of people, you know, that they're about concerns that they're interested in, you know, and that's what it's about for me. I have no problem going out and door knocking and talking to people. And that's always been one of my favorite things to do since I've started. You know, I had to go out and you get the papers and you go door knocking and you need your signatures. And there were some houses that I stayed for a half hour to 45 minutes just listening to some serious concerns, you know, and some of those concerns haven't changed in those 10 years. They're not just school concerns, you know, they're lots of concerns. So I'm taking that with me um, now when I decided to run, you know, and still hearing some of the same things 10 years later, I just feel like now is the time. So knocking on doors, talking to people, um, holding those meetings, which aren't just for Ward 3, but anybody can attend. I think that's what I'm doing now at the moment. We'll see where that goes, if there's anything else I can do. And other than that, try to stay involved with um, whatever else is happening in the city, especially with the, with the schools, because I'm still passionate about education. I don't want to really let that go. You know, I want to stay involved. I like that. I like some of the things that are happening um, with the students. You know, and there are things that need a lot of work. But at the same time, we have some of the, the best students out there. I mean, they've gone places and I've seen the letters. Letters come back. People expect a certain thing from Holyoke, but then they're surprised at how we are and how strong our students are and how they present themselves and how intelligent they are and how strong they are. You know, we get letters back about your students who are so classy and handle themselves so nicely, you know, and from other places we talk about sportsmanship and how great our students were, you know, and especially the band, there was a letter that came back with how, with how great they were with the other people and all of these things. I mean, we, our kids, I'll never give up on them. And that's what I, that's where I'm at now. So, so I'm, I'm really proud of a lot of our students. They're going on now to do different things, you know, and I've seen some students come here not knowing any English at all. Um, there was one, one student, a female, she was a girl. She went to Dean Tech. She came here not knowing any English at all. She learned English and then she went on to win an award in public speaking. 
which was probably one of the coolest stories that I've heard. You know, but that's, those are the type of kids that we have. You know, that's just one story. But there's so many, you know, that are going out there, going on to college or going and starting careers right away, going into the military, you know. And I refuse to um, let any of that good stuff fall to some of the negative things that are happening. You know, there's a lot of work to do in the entire city. And I see that. And so that's the angle that I'm looking at it from. And that's my message. We're going to grow as a community. Well, Dennis, thank you so much for your words, for your time with us today and for running. Absolutely, this engagement and this commitment to the city, it shows when people like you are doing this for the love of the betterment of the community. And I appreciate that, that effort. Well, thank you for having me. Yo, I really thank you very much. I love this space. And thank you. This is a great platform. I appreciate it. This is our conversation with Dennis Burks, candidate for Ward 3 in our municipal election of 2019 in the city of Holyoke, Massachusetts. Remember, the preliminary election, if necessary, is happening on September 24th, and the last day to register to vote is September 4th. The City of Holyoke municipal election is on November 5th, and the last day to register to vote is October 16th. For more information on registering to vote, please visit holyoke.org or you can visit the city clerk's office at Holyoke City Hall. With this, we conclude this session of Know Your Candidates. Thank you, Dennis. Thank you. And this session has been recorded in the New England Media Lab Studios inside Gateway City Arts in Holyoke, Massachusetts. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashivega. Thank you for listening. <laughs>